This is the Follow Jesus Discipleship Series. Come along and let's go deeper together. Hello, welcome to episode 9 of the Follow Jesus Discipleship Teachings or Series. How are you? Hope last week was good and amazing for you. And if it wasn't, I want to pray that this week God will show up for you and it will be an amazing week for you. Goodness will surround you roundabout. In Jesus' name. I want to talk to you about something called Until you are full, you can't overflow. For real. It's a long, like a little long heading. But yes, until you are full, you can't overflow for real. Um, have you ever seen where you open a bottle of Coke and you try to pour it in a glass cup and you pour the, the bottle of Coke in a glass cup, then you see almost immediately it looks as if the bottle is full because the gas from the Coke is filling up the bottle and you're thinking, oh, it's full. But if you give it some time, after a while you realize that when you give it time to cool off or to settle down after a while you realize that oh the coke is not actually full what was looking like the glass was full was actually the gas from the coke have you ever seen that happen yes have you ever seen for those maybe for the ladies for the guys you know that have been into the kitchen when you want to light a candle not necessarily you don't have to be in the kitchen to do that but you want to light a candle and then you take your your match and then when you want to Light a candle, you have to first light your match first. And when you do that, if you immediately want to take your match to the candle without protecting the light first, has it ever happened to you that the match stick will go off? Yes, it happens. Because you need time. What you do when that happens is you protect the match stick so that the fire can come up a little more before you then extend it to the candle stick. So I said, I'm talking to you, you know, about something I called you can't until you are full. You can't overflow for real. So there are many times in our lives where we're in this position. All right. We get some little insight, some little fire, and we just want to start running. We just want to start doing. We just want to start you know, pushing forward. It happens to us a lot. And we realize that after a little while, we run out of oil, we run out of gas, we run out of everything, you know, because we didn't wait. We didn't wait to be truly full, like the analogy I gave about the bottle of Coke or the glass of Coke. Um, you might think that you are full, when actually it's the gas, it's the foam that is actually filling the cup, not the real thing. You might think, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm charged up. I'm ready to go. And if you would just chill and wait, you realize that I'm actually not full. 
what I thought was me being full is actually gas and foam. I wrote here, I said, I don't want to foam. I want to be full. We need to let the word of God settle in us. Then we will know where we are lagging behind. By the time you let the word of God settle in you, you will truly see the places that are not full. Just like when you put the Coke in the cup and you realize that, oh, I thought it was full. When the gas goes down, you realize that it is not full. We will know the places in us that are empty and yet to be filled or the places that are filled with bubbles or foam. A lot of the times we are filled with bubbles, not the real thing. We are filled with bubbles and then we just want to go out thinking that we are full. We just want to go out and just do and just do and just do. And then you realize that you don't have what it takes to sustain it. You don't have what it takes to sustain that move you want to make because you haven't spent time. You haven't spent time in waiting. You haven't spent time in waiting to have what it takes to build yourself, to fill yourself so that you can pour. So I will read two scriptures. Scripture says in Colossians 3.16, it says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. I love this scripture. It says, let the word of God dwell in you. How? Richly. Like richly. When something is dwelling in you richly, it means let the word of God dwell in you abundantly. It's, it's so much in you that it can't help but overflow. And that's how the Bible has asked us to allow the word of God dwell in us richly. Because when that happens, we will naturally overflow. We will naturally overflow with it when it dwells in us richly. So when you feel for the person who feel they are called, you know, I'm called to this assignment, that assignment, make sure that in that area, in that assignment, you allow yourself to be full. Like I said, when I talk in this forum, I'm talking to Christians, to believers. Allow first. You want to do the work of God. Yes, it's good. You want to represent Jesus. Yes, it's fantastic. You want to talk about Jesus. Yes, it's amazing. But allow first. You want to mentor people or disciple people. I love that word better. You want to disciple people. You want to teach people about Jesus Christ. You let the word of God richly dwell in you first. And in for you to do that, it will take time. Wait. Don't just get up and think, oh, I have one scripture. And then you just feel, oh, I have it. And you're running with that one scripture. By the way, the understanding of a scripture can actually take you far. Or true understanding of a scripture can take you far. But when the idea is to just learn a scripture to go and talk about it, it is not residing. That scripture is not residing in you. That scripture is not, I mean, is not showing forth any fruit in you. You can't overflow from that scripture. You can't overflow into the lives of people from that scripture. That scripture needs to mingle with your system so much that it now becomes a part of you that when you sweat, you sweat out that scripture. When you breathe, you breathe out that scripture. When you think, you think out that scripture. 
even to the things you do, you leave out that scripture in the things you do. So if we truly want to overflow, we want to let the word of God dwell in us. How? Richly. The word of God needs to dwell in us richly. The Bible says in Luke 24, 49, it says, and I myself will send upon you what my father has promised. I, this is the part I actually want to read out to you. It said, but you must wait in the city until the power from above comes down upon you. I'll read it again. But you must wait in the city until the power from above comes down upon you. Another um, version says, you should wait until you're endued with power. You see that process of waiting that you think, I am waiting, nothing is happening. You are not wasting your time. Actually, you can be wasting your time if you're not using the time, you know. Rightly, you can be wasting it. But if you are not, if you're using your time rightly, you will not be wasting it. If you use that time to wait until you are endued with power, wait until you have what it takes, wait until you can go and you have the backing of the Lord, wait until you know and you hear clearly what the Lord has said to you, Wait until you are endued with power so you can do the work. You can't go and do anything without the power. You can't overflow when you are not full. In your process of waiting, you get filled. Your spirit man gets filled. Your mind gets filled with God, with Jesus, with the word of God, with prayer. You get filled. So that when you go or when you come out, you will have substance and you will have the stamina to go for long. As opposed to just rushing out. Wait until you are endued with power. You cannot overflow for real if you are not full. And a lot of the times we think that we are full. A lot of us, we are foaming, but we are thinking we are actually overflowing. And you know the funny thing about the foaming part? You know when that, um, the, the gas or the foam from the coke, it can actually spill over. Right? And you think the cup is full, but it's not full. So a lot of the times, some of us, we are just Forming out as opposed to overflowing. So it is important to wait. There is no need to rush it. There is no need to want to talk about what you don't know. Scripture says in John 4, he says, you worship what you know not, but we, we know what we worship. So there is no point going to talk about what you don't know. There is no point. I'm not saying you don't have to have the perfect knowledge of that thing, but you are striving in having the knowledge of it and you are not in a rush 
or in a hurry to just go and talk about it for the sake of talking about it. First scripture, let the word of God dwell in you how? Richly. Second scripture, wait until you are endued with what? Power. Wait until you are endued like you are, you are, you are, is this submerged in power? Wait until everything around you is submerged in power. Wait. And this instruction was given to the apostles by Jesus. Wait. Make sure you are full, really full, full for real, before you start overflowing. Actually, it will just be a seamless process. When you are full, you will overflow. But you can also be foaming and be overflowing that. And what comes from the foaming when it overflows, it doesn't stay. It will evaporate. That's what happens when you evaporate from the cup. Then you truly know where the cup is. You truly know how full the cup is. You truly know if the cup is full or not. So wait. Take hold of the word of God. Take hold of prayer. Take hold of worship. Spend your time in that secret place soaking. Soak yourself till everything around you, when they just a little press, you will overflow. It will come out. It will gush out. Stay in that place of prayer, in that place of the word, in the secret place. Stay there. Be comfortable there. Don't be quick to overflow or don't be deceived. And you know the funny thing, some of us, we are actually not deceived. We know we are not full. We actually know we are not full, but we want to act like we are. We know that there are some empty spaces in us, but we want to act like we are full, all is well. And I think that comes from, you know, the word branding. We want to brand Something that is not ready. That's what we do a lot of the time. We are brand, branding something that is not ready. We know it is not ready, but we brand it, so we cover it up. We make it look like it's full. We patch it and make it look like it's full, but it's actually not full. So do not brand half-baked bread. Let it cook well. Don't deceive yourself. Even if they are deceiving you, you don't deceive yourself. Tell yourself the truth. I still know there are things I need to work on. And I'm not talking about the people that know that they are full, but they don't want to overflow. Those that are full and have been told, go, they still don't want to go. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about the people who God is saying, I have given you what it takes, go, and they are refusing to go. But I'm talking about people, you know that you are not full. You know that you are empty. You know that you are quarter full. 
just spend time filling yourself up. Spend time pouring into you from the word of God. Spend time digging deep into the word of God. Spend the time. Don't be quick to pour. Don't be quick to foam. Don't be quick to overflow. Don't be quick to those things. Spend time to be full. And trust me, when you are full, you will overflow. And this is how God works with us. We get full, we overflow. He fills us again. We get full, we overflow and empty out. And he fills us again. That's how it works. So if you would just take some time and ask yourself now. Am I overflowing for real? Or I'm just foaming up? Ask yourself that question. Am I overflowing for real or I'm just foaming out? So that if you can answer this question truly, you just go back to God. Go back to the secret place. Go back to the place, the foundation. Go back there and fix this. Go back there and make sure you fix it. I remember a story. You know, when I learned how to play the violin, I mean, a lot of the times here we do what we call wuru-wuru to the answer. We just, you know, we don't spend time making sure that the foundation is right. We just put some, you know, funny-looking, flimsy foundation and we start to build. We want to build a mansion on a flimsy foundation. It doesn't always work. When I started to learn the violin, obviously I learned the wrong thing. I learned the, the, the foundation was wrong. But yet I was still trying to, you know, forge ahead in it. And it looked like I was doing well. But then it got to a point that there were some things I couldn't do. There were some things I couldn't play. Even though I know the notes in my head, I couldn't play them because... What I needed to be able to achieve playing those notes, actually the notes were fast. What I needed to play them, I didn't learn it from the foundation. So the faulty foundation I had is now affecting me a few, you know, like a year down the line. So guess what happened? I had to go back. So we got a teacher who was, you know, obviously better and knows what he was doing. And I had to go back to starting afresh. Because it was either I start to struggle with those notes because I was using the wrong techniques that I learned. Or I just start from the beginning. So what I did was I, start, I started again. Learning the right thing. Learning how 
you should hold the violin properly, learning how you should hold the ball and then learning how to use my wrist. Instead of using my whole arm to play the note, the fast note, I could use my wrist and make it faster. I learned that. I started again. And the period of going back, I mean, you can say, oh, that's wasting of time. It's like going back to, you know, to scratch. But yes, I'm thankful I did because then I could come back to this advanced stage and be able to play the note. But before I went back to learning, if you ask me, I'll tell you, oh, I know how to play. You know, I'm overflowing. But I, I was stuck. I couldn't go far. I couldn't go further because I didn't have the right foundation. So I'm saying this to tell you to go back. If you know and you can tell that the foundation is faulty, go back. Start again. Make sure that you are full. Make sure that the word of God is dwelling in you richly. Make sure that you are waiting to be endued with power, to be soaked in power. Make sure so that you can truly overflow and the nations of the earth can be blessed by you. There is no rush. Remember, God is never late. And in his agenda or in his calendar, you are never late. If you are in his calendar. So I'll say to you, please, if you know you're not overflowing for real, you're just foaming. It's just a matter of time. Remember I said the foam will vanish. It's like vapor. It will vanish. And when that happens, it will evaporate. Yes. And when that happens, there's nothing. But if you're truly flowing, you will flow into people. They in turn will flow into other people the grace that Jesus has put in your life. So I want to pray for you, for the grace. Trust me, sometimes it can look really hard. Oh, do I have to go and start again? Oh, do you mean I have to go and start studying again? Yes, you have to. Do you mean I have to go and start going back again? They know me already. You know, I'm a bit already known or famous or popular, yes, you might need to cut it all out and just go back. Just shut it down and go back to making sure that you are full with the word of the Lord, with the power of the Lord, you know, with the anointing of the Lord, that you are full with it, that you have it, that your relationship with him is true so that when you come out, when you overflow, it will really have impact in the lives of people. So, Lord Jesus, I pray for everyone listening to me. I ask that you will give the grace. If they can truly search their heart and they know that truly they are not overflowing for real, they are just foaming out. I pray that you give them the grace to go back to the drawing board. I pray that you give them the grace to go back to learning the things they need to learn. I pray that you give them the grace to go back to studying the word again. Studying the word for real, praying. I pray that you give them this grace in the name of Jesus so that they will be full truly. 
Thank you, Lord, because you are kind and you're merciful. And you're more than able to do this. For in Jesus' name, I've prayed. Amen. So I'll round it up for today. For this episode. And by God's grace, next week we'll meet again. For episode 10. God bless you. And I love you. We hope this episode has been of great help to you spiritually. We'd love to answer your questions. Please send them as a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also leave them as a comment on YouTube. You can also send them via mail to Jesus Ministry at gmail.com. God bless you. Mm-hmm.